This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic also loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was New York versus L.A. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode number 129. 129, Bill. Last week we had Dave Schilling on, fresh off the NBA Finals. Wasn't that a nice chat? That guy. What a sweet, smart, sort of articulate, yep. cool dude. Another great quality of a uh, podcast guest is a good voice. He's got and a great voice. listening back to that episode, <laughs> got when I hit play on it, as soon as he comes in and he says, like, hi, guys. It's sharp. The energy <laughs> is – he just has a great voice. It's sharp, Billy. Yeah. It, like, comes in. It's, like, tenor-timbered tenor mm-hmm. and, like, really is made for made for radio. Yep. Yeah. My mom liked him a lot. Yes. Mom liked him a lot. Billy, I love your radio voice. My radio you voice. You have a really good voice for this as well. Okay. You speak clearly. Okay. The New York lilt really delights me. Okay. You've got a really nice hosting voice. I'll take it. I, you, Thank you. You're, you're welcome. I'll take it. <laughs> I think we both have excellent uh, complimentary yeah. voices. Yeah, yeah. I think I wonder if I have slowed down my talking <laughs> to kind of let your talking – I don't know. We just – we at one point in our friendship, we talked at the same pace and it was a mess. <laughs> yeah. It was an absolute mess. Yeah, exactly. In fact, we just received a review on iTunes yes. that said, hey, I'm catching up to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm now yeah. on my 50th episode. Yeah. And I'm not ashamed to admit that up until this episode, I had no idea which was Adam and which was How Billy. How hilarious is that? Yeah. I have a confession to make, which is sometimes I'll listen and in small, brief moments, brief moments. No way. I can't tell. No way. <laughs> no, of Cannot course. Cannot be true. But like there's like sometimes when we're really humming along and like really kind of like oh, for sure. dovetailing each other. I'm like, wow, this is like we are speaking with the same voice. That's real. <laughs> My parents, we so we took a week off last week yes. or two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, life got in the way. Life got in the way, man. Love using that. <laughs> expression for that problem so vague uh so my parents needed something to listen to yeah. i guess they listened to the podcast on schedule yes on the night that they usually listen to it yes. it wasn't there so they went back to the first episode oh wow about firsts wow 128 episodes ago two years ago and two I, plus years. I was like how how was the experience and, yeah and this is all they said you guys spoke so slow really Oh, I'm Billy Scafiori, and I'm Adam Lustick, and our goal on this podcast will be to... Our goal! <laughs> and in this podcast, we propose... Yes. Wow! I can imagine the two of us, and I can't remember, so I'm forced <laughs> to imagine the two of us before recording that first one being like, all right, so we need to slow down, let's not talk over exactly. one another, let's make sure that the viewers and listeners can uh, hear what we're saying and digest what we're saying. Exactly. Out the window! Out the window by episode probably three. Fast! <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're back, baby, and we're going fast. <laughs> Left lane. Left lane. Left lane. <laughs> we're going. We are fast. left lane podcasters. Yes. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. We're talking. We're in the. <laughs> we are talking. Well, uh, well, we're in the left lane yes. as always. Yes. Um, but while in the left lane, sometimes we don't know what to talk about. Yeah, that's right. Been there many, many, a many, time. many times. Two hours before we uh, hit record on this. Yes. We went out to Twitter. Yep. We have a handle. It's at No Joke Pod. Yep. Uh, that podcast. That Twitter handle is helpful for times like this where yes. we need to know what to talk about. Crowdsource. So we lofted out a question. Yes. Question was simple. Who has a topic for us? Someone tell us what to what to left lane chat about. And the people gave us answers. A lot of responses. Uh, you we got wanna, a lot of good ones. Want to comb through a couple? Of yeah. Um, Connor Richard here suggested bowling. 
Bowling. Uh, which is a which is a pretty good one. Bowling. Uh, Vegas, mm-hmm. uh, we, we would refer you to our episode, I want to say maybe seven or eight with Jack Dolgen. The topic was? Vegas. Good. Talked about Vegas. Yep. Uh, new season of Corporate. We can certainly do that. Maybe closer to maybe when it comes out. That's right. I would say. Yep. Um, there is Ideal Places to Travel. This is all from Connor, by the way. A yeah. font of suggestions. Yeah. Best ways to travel on long flights. Favorite foods. Best holidays. We also got some love for uh, the Summer Anthems episode. Yeah, the Summer Jams. People yeah. need more Summer Anthems. Yes. Let, it be, let us be clear. Yes. We need a few more anthems to come out in the year 2018. A little more on the roster. Feels like more of a late July, early August anthem ep. Agree with you there. So hold on to that. Totally agree with you. Uh, One episode that people are clamoring for on our Reddit page and our Twitter page is Wallets (laughs) Part 2. Part 2. We've gone the depths of dumb topics, y'all. Haven't we explored the wallet verse? We did wallets. We did printers. (laughs) What about wallets? What about wallets? It's mocktails. We don't know anything about that. Mocktails. <laughs> really good episode, by the way. My... Folks, if you're just flipping through episodes yeah. like pages in a magazine, yeah. stop on the mocktails episode and give that a listen. Yes. Just going to put that out there. That was a recent one. Okay. But Adam, we got one that stuck. Yeah, we did have one that stuck. It came from Connor. Yes. Uh, at Connor Richard. Yes. And that idea was, it was uh, East Coast versus West Coast. Yeah. Which is a nice start. Yes. We wanted to specify it even more based on our lives. Of course. What we know. Right. So let's go. New York versus L.A. We've lived in New York City. We've lived in Los Angeles. Now, for context, we have done individual episodes about both these cities. Correct. We had the Britannic fellas, yes. Brian and Nick, on to talk about New York. Correct. We had our dear friend Trevor Einhorn what, like a year and a half ago right. on to talk about Los Angeles. That's right. But this is sort of a compare and contrast. That's right. Tail of the tape. We're going to needle in now yeah. on these two cities. Yes. In episodes before, we like to use a list or something to help guide the episodes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in this episode, we've kind of created our own short list. Yeah. A bullet list of things to uh, compare the two cities to. Little subcategories. That's all. Yeah. And uh, let us try, kind of in the spirit of fun size, yes. to pick a winner. Yes. To yeah. try and pick an objective winner. <laughs> Uh, of each category, and then potentially at the end of the show, yes. uh, say this is objectively, yes, not I'll, subjectively. It's this is science. This podcast is science. Correct. This will hold up in court. We're going to break down the facts. <laughs> yeah, these are facts of New York versus LA. That's right. Okay, which is better? So should we start, Adam, on a very uh, obvious kind of cursory topic, something that we all uh, kind of yes go into yes. and explore? Yes, each city's food. 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 food is something that we consume on a daily basis. Correct. It's a huge part of our life. Good reminder. <laughs> no matter where you live. Good reminder. New York, LA, or even Minneapolis, you're eating food. So maybe we do, uh, we start from the most kind of like iconic foods. Absolutely. And then maybe we can strip back the other things that we like that each city provides. Very, very good. Right out the gate. Am I wrong to say New York's is the pizza? Obvious. And is California, is Los Angeles the taco? I would say it's the taco. Yep. I would say it's the taco. Pizza v. taco, Adam. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. So New York City, here's, I have a very visceral early memory of growing up in upstate New York and watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the movie, the live action movie. Go on. And the way that that movie begins Mm -hmm. begins in addition to like the bad guys like Shredder's foot soldiers stealing stereos. Oh yeah. In addition to that. Smoke coming out of the New York City streets. There is an incredible montage that has always stuck with me to this day and will make me hungry at the drop of a hat of like New York City pizza eating montage of like people ducking into pizzerias and grabbing a slice. Go. And like I'll, I'll 
always like I hate. Does a, that scene end with a pizza guy on a bike going up to a sewer and putting it down in the sewer, and a turtle hand takes it? One hundred percent, yes. I know it. I was raised <laughs> on it, and I remember it. One hundred percent, yes. Got it it. might even be the sequel. It might have been T- TMNT two. Okay, it might not be the original. One sure. of those opening sequences, and it absolutely ends with the pizza going into the turtle sewer. So it's an iconic New York City food. That to me has always stuck out to me as like, and uh, like now that I examine it, like weirdly, I think that's one of the reasons I wanted to live in New York City was like that sequence. I was like pizza. New York, New York pizza, pizza fills in the cracks. Yeah, New York man. City is an exhausting city to live in, and yes. you straight up need the calories yes. to keep walking through that city. <laughs> yeah. Now New York City has dollar slices. Yes. Game change. 99 cents. Especially because they're not that bad. That's right. They also match up really well against the taco because most tacos, I would say, in like a New York, uh, a California street taco, yes. is going to run you a buck twenty-five, a buck fifty. That's it. So price point, they're in the same equal. family. Totally equal. So accessible street food. Here's what I'll say about the taco, please. Meat. Meat, has baby. more meat. <laughs> That's true. Meat-based. That's true. It's like the pizza, you're going to get the dough, the cheese, and the sauce. Yes. No protein That's there. right. Tacos are little protein hits. For little protein pockets. Yes. Little protein pockets. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wasn't really a taco guy before moving here. I yeah. mean, I would uh, – just not in the same way where it's so perfect. I know. Right. It is funny to think of me- what Mexican food is in New York City because it's not like right. – like, it's just like is not Chipotle. this sort of – Yeah, it's Chipotle or it's like like El Compadre, like, a, like sort of like a, right. a nice – the Greenwich Village, like you go and like it's a sit down. It's like a whole thing. Like the taco in L.A. really is like a grab and go. There's trucks sort of right. spotted in, truly intermittently. Same spirit where Same it's spirit. just like grab and go. Yeah, exactly. So, Adam, I think we both know and our viewers all have and listeners have all like experienced these foods. Yes. So if we had to vote, if we had to vote and it's a personal vote, you're not going to be good or bad. Like if you had to say this is the winner for me. Yes. New this- York City pizza versus Los Angeles tacos. Yes. Wow, this is really hard. Uh, I did not I, expect this to be so difficult. That's totally cool. <laughs> I have my vote. You do? I do. Okay. Can I will, – will you tell me? Sure. Okay, great. My vote is pizza. Pizza? Yes. Tell, tell me. what's A, raised on it. Raised on but it. But I have to put that aside for a second. There's a pure nostalgia factor there. It fills me up more. Yeah. Fills me up more. Yeah. A uh, big fan of cheese. Yes. Tacos aren't really uh, cheese you forward. You kind of ask – I'm a big fan of cheese. Big cheese guy. Um, two slices will be a meal yes. for me. Like that will be a proper meal. Yes. Two tacos will not. How many tacos for you is going to be a meal? Pushing four or five, I usually go burrito if I'm being real. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yep. But pushing four or five, now you have a lot of meat. So That's I'm a lot of meat. mad. Yes. But I would say that if I was to bring someone from out of town, yes. out of the country, yes. who's never had a slice of pizza or a taco, I think that they would be more excited by a New York slice of pizza. I don't. I don't disagree with you. I think you're right. Okay. And I uh, so and I appreciate that. Okay. I don't mean to be contrarian, but I think that I am actually going to go with the taco. Yeah. And I think my main reason is diversity of meat. Go on. And I think that in one taco stop, yes. at one truck, yes, you can do a carnitas. You can do a delicious pork moment. Yes. You can have a barbecue pork moment, and you can have a carne asada, and you can have a chicken. Wow. You know what I mean? So it's like I think that there it offers a little more variety, a little more um, wow food spectrum in one sitting. Respect. Okay. And uh, I, and that's tough. That's tough for me to say. Respect. I that. also was raised on New York pizza. 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Of course. So, like, that holds my emotional loyalty. Respect. But I just think objectively when I'm thinking about, like, you want, like, a wide swath of taste and flavor. Right. I also love the lime squeeze. There's something visceral to me. And I know that almost the New York City equivalent is the red pepper flake. Sure. Like, the, the and self- the parm, of course. And the parm. Hey. And the additive. Yeah. If you go to a New York City pizzeria and yeah. you get a slice of pizza, what is – are you defaulting to red pepper flake and parm? Are mm, you adding – Not red pepper flake. Probably parm. Yes. Maybe a little salt if it's a dollar slice. Yes. They usually chintz on some of those yes. things. Yes, Um But I respect your point of view here, Adam. <laughs> Diversity of meat. Here's a weird thing. Because Diver- <laughs> we have to go into the act break. Okay. I like that we ended on a disagreement. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's what, that's what makes good podcasts. Something I'm realizing now <laughs> – the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and we only have a minute, but the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, their whole vibe was pretty California. <laughs> totally. But they're in New York City. Yeah. Like, thinking back, shouldn't they be like taco, like California dudes, bro, like gonna go surfing? It is such a funny point. There's point. nothing New York City. Like, there's nothing like, get the hell out of here, guy. I feel like Raphael was that. I feel like they made Raphael. I think Raph was like, if I'm remembering correctly, in the live action movies at least, he was the one with like the New York attitude. Is that true? I feel like he was rude. But like, it's such a good point though that like teen teenage vernacular didn't right. get conflated with like SoCal. Like, <laughs> right. SoCal. Correct. That's so right, Billy. Right. It's a really funny observation. Some sort of sewer <laughs> blew them in from <laughs> California yeah. all the way into Manhattan. <laughs> exactly. Go figure. How'd we get here? All right. Well, enough about the Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles. We have to go into an ad break. Let's do it. Uh, we'll run it back in the second act with more of what are we talking New about? New York VLA. There you go. The truth is, most of us are brushing our teeth wrong. Damn. Not for long enough and forget to change our brush on time. And that, that is because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing. But not Quip. So, Billy, what makes Quip so different? Good question, Adam. (laughs) Thank you. Bill's here to answer that. (laughs) Bill quips. Bill, start talking. (laughs) For starters, Quip is an electronic toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of the bulkier, bigger, dumber toothbrushes. Not dumber. I mean, frankly, I've used Quip now. This is a smart brush. This is a smart brush. Okay. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes with guiding pulses. Great. What are guiding pulses, Adam? Yes. They're literally pulses that come and stop each time it's time to move to the other side of your mouth. Probably pretty fun to experience. It's nice to have a teacher. I've never really had a teacher in my mouth. I don't. <laughs> the guiding pulses are probably the closest thing I'll have to a teacher being like, those teeth are clean. I'm Moving guiding you over to pulse somewhere else. Moving on. I'm your guru. Thank you, guru. <laughs> Next, Quip subscription plans are for your health, not just your convenience. Yep. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months that's nice. for just $5. Great. For $5. That's really cheap. And that's including free shipping worldwide. Wide. It's really amazing. Round and round and round. Right, yeah. <laughs> Free shipping worldwide. Sick. Okay? So you're kind of impressed now. Let's talk about that mount. Please. Gotta stick the dismount. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror Con- or wall. Convenient. Your boy used it on the wall. Really? I honestly think this could stick to most things. Really? Kind it's of not suctiony. It's not just like a sticky thing where it's like... It's a, it's a new stick. Great. That's a very non-scientific way of it's saying... It's a new kind of stick. There's a new stick on the back of this pack, and it'll go on your mirror or your wall. Take it from Bill. It's a new stick. Take it from Bill. You're going to actually like the stick experience. I believe that. And finally, everyone underlined loves Quip. Yes. They were on Oprah's O-List, named one of Time's Best Inventions. Wow. And is the first, all caps, first subscription electronic toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. It has been verified. It's essentially been verified on Twitter. Get your quips. Okay. They're verified on Twitter. Now, quip starts at just 25 bucks, but if you go to getquip.com slash no joke right now, you will get your first refill pack free with a quip electric toothbrush. That is your first refill pack free at getquip, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash no joke. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P. 
QUIP.com slash N-O-J-O-K-E. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. This is Act Two. Today, Billy and I are talking about New York versus Los Angeles. Correct. So it's sort of a user-submitted topic. This was born out of East Coast, West Coast. East Coast, West Coast. And I think that's a natural segue, Adam, into our next comparative uh, yes. topic. Yes. And that is music. Music. Iconic music. Yeah. This doesn't have to be current music. Yeah. It can just be how you associate the music from them. Yes. I mean, it's very easy to start with Biggie versus Tupac. Yes. Very easy. I mean, that's like the alpha one, especially you and I being hip-hop fans. That is this sort of New York versus L.A. thing that resonates most clearly. That's right. To me. Biggie put out two albums. One was a double album. Tupac put out about 10 before he died. That's really intense. And then more after he died. You're saying Notorious B.I.G. made two albums in his life? Life After Death and Ready to Die. Wow! And then they put out duets and a few other puffy just like, just trying to stretch whatever money was left. That's wild. Yeah, man. He I died mean, at 24. And Tupac at 25. So. That's really surreal to think about. When that, that sort of fact sort of re-resonates with me every so often. I'm like, holy crap. Every 24. Yeah. I think he'd be 40 now. Oh, my gosh. Right. Have, Unbelievable. Right. So did you have a knee-jerk preference? As a, as a child, yes. I was listening to way more Tupac. Okay. I, I, I had All Eyes on Me. Was that All Eyes on Me? Was oh, the, hell oh, yeah. yeah. So like I was listening to way, just my volume of listening was way more Tupac. Totally. But however, in my New York rap stable wasn't Biggie. As a kid, it was Wu-Tang. Okay. And so Wu-Tang was also like, that's where I got my New York City rap fix. Yes. That was like my New York City rap. They're, they're in this conversation, too. Yes. They are very much in this conversation, too. Yes. If it's Biggie versus Tupac, yes. I will say that I listened to more Tupac simply because of volume. Volume. He, he made had more, music. more songs, and I would listen to both of them religiously. Yes. But when me and my friends would be at sleepover parties, yes. and we'd be talking about, like, yeah, but, like, when it happens, like, who are you going to fight when for? When it happens. When, when, like, it... when all of us 13-year-olds in Long Island get drafted to the rap wars, <laughs> like... Are you going to fight for the East Coast or the West Coast? And we'll be like, yo, we will be there with the locks. We will be there with DMX. Like, how are they going to stop us? We have Cameron. We have Jay-Z. Like, and, then everyone, and we would always end with, and Biggie's our boss. And Biggie's our boss. This will be our sleepover fodder <laughs> as we watch Crossroads That's really on good. MTV over and over again. I just love imagining, like, when we... And it will happen, get right. drafted into the rap wars. Right. The coastal rap beef. But there is something, like for me at least, and definitely because I grew up on it, but I think it's yeah. also indicative of at least the majority of 90s hip-hop that I listened yes. to. There's a very specific 90s rap beat. Oh, yeah. It feels like it's made on an 8-track. Yes. And it's very New York to me. Yes. Where it feels very kind of like stripped down. Gritty. like Yes, very gritty. Yes. And the rap isn't like, it's not even melodic. Nope. You know, it's kind of like just pissed. Yes. Like barking into a microphone. Yes. Like DJ Quick and like a lot of people on the West Coast are so like legato and very yep. smooth. Yep. It always feels like you're driving with the top yep. Yep. down. You yep. know, some sort of like Nate Dog hook. New York rap was pissed. I totally agree. It does. They seem... were wearing bubble coats. They were cold. Yeah, it, it, maybe that has a lot to do with it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, Kendrick Lamar has that talking about like California. Like I think it was on the Dr. Dre album about okay. like the Straight Outta Compton movie. Mm-hmm. But it was like people come to Cali like the women weed and weather. Like, right. That's very much the vibe of all like West Coast rap. It's very funk, like George Clinton influenced. I think. Of like, course. There's a much funkier. Right. Like the West Snoop Dogg, Nate Dogg, like Warren G For vibe. Sure. is like a lot of synths and a lot of funk. Yep. That the New York rap is. Meaner. A little more lyric forward. Meaner. Maybe, maybe that's rude. This Again, this is very objective. No, yeah. Not subjective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this is, is science. an objective yeah, yeah. breakdown of <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, we've given it about three and a half minutes. I also don't think that we can discount the fact that hip-hop was invented in, in the New Bronx. York City. That's right. So, like, it, there was no genre of music that was hip-hop b- out before it was invented by Grandmaster Flash, et cetera, in the Bronx. Real. 
So let's, like, okay, so let's even pull back more now. Yeah. Uh, we have the Lou Reeds of the world. Mm. I feel like Bob Dylan is very associated with the West Village. Yeah. David Bowie was in New York for, in yes. like a, just kind of a New York musician forever. Yes. These are New York. I feel like we've laid claim to these. Exactly. Who are the, yep. I think we have out here, we have the Beach Boys. We have Tom Petty. Tom oh. Petty is like the, not just LA, but like a valley. Always thinking about Reseda and Ventura Boulevard. And okay. like Tom Petty. And of course, there's like the, on the 90s, there's like the sublime. Uh-huh. Sort of the sublime to me was incredibly California. As an East Coast kid, I was like, this music sounds like it comes from a different place. Totally true. I was like, this sublime sounds like California. Mm-hmm. What I imagine California is. I will fight back on behalf of New York and say that the Strokes owned oh, yeah. for a few that years. That was like the early 2000s. They were, yeah. And someone else who was owned for maybe the last 50 is Paul Simon? Yes, that's true. Another? Yeah, that's all That's all really true. But if we're going to just stick to Biggie versus Tupac. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, do you know who you would choose? I can't believe I'm going to say this. Say it. I think I know who I'm going to choose. Oh, man. We're going to be 0 for 2 on agreeing. <laughs> who I'm going to choose? Say it with respect. He put out some jams. I... I... I like Tupac. There you go. I like Tupac. There you go. Ooh, that hurts to say. You're not welcome back in Brooklyn. Not, <laughs> can we? You're not welcome oh, back in God. Brooklyn. But is that allowed? I respect your point of view. Am I allowed to say that? I can rap every single line on All Eyes on Me. Yeah, like Tupacalypse. All these albums. Like I know them all. Machiavelli. Like I used to listen to that for getting into fights in high school to yeah. like, hype me up. <laughs> like I know why the you rap wars. That. Yeah, but for Big, me, you're Biggie. Of Big, course, I know. Yep. Sleepovers are hard to, I mean, like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I committed my sleepover I fodder. Get I get it. Saying I will fight for Biggie in the rap wars. Billy, we are, oh, we're, it, this is tied up. T- zero, zero. Zero, zero, we have, two. We have I not agreed on anything. This. It's kind of good. Oh my God. This our, is the biggest fight we've ever been in. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. We talked about bubble coats, Adam. Let's yeah. move on to our third one. Bubble coats, uh, New York rap. Yes. Leads us to. Yes. Weather. Weather. Okay. Weather. I mean, look. So I have, I mean. It, the obvious basic point of view is just like, of course, California, L.A., it's sunny all the time. It's warm. Yep. No, no variants. Yep. Like, that's nice. Okay. Again, Kendrick being like, women, weed, and weather. That's why people come to California. That's right. I, I, I get a little, personally, I long, being here for seven years, I long for the cold. Okay. I actively miss the cold. I actively miss the fall, the mm-hmm. autumn, and the, and, the, and the climate variance yep. that the East Coast provides. The effect I find it myself, has on the body. On you the know? body and on the psyche. Yeah, that's of. what I mean, right? Yeah. Right. Like, I I do long for, like, New York City autumns in a really intense way. I'll like, take it to another step. Yeah. Christmas. Yeah. I mean, we're both Christians, born and raised. We you, both yeah, love, yeah, we you both, know me. I love, love Jesus Christ. Oh, I love Jesus Christ. Son of God. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we... <laughs> We both uh, love him, and we love his birthday. <laughs> yeah, very much. But it's hard sometimes. It's hard all the time to yeah. even feel like Christmas out here. I know. Because it feels like summer. Yes. Whereas in New York, the lights get uh, hung from the city. Yes. The Macy's building. Yeah. The Salvation Army Santa's ringing the bells. It is I like... feel like this all plays into the freezing cold. It kind of makes like a... It kind of just makes the city that much more beautiful. Uh, like, a new backdrop. Another beautiful backdrop. It is like made for the holiday season. Right. Like Christmas and New York City are sort of intertwined in this way. That's right. like in a beautiful, sort of aesthetically pleasing, like really kind of warm, warm feeling way. Right. Yeah. But I'll say this now. Yes. Let me defend this. Yes. Everyone we know moved here I away, know. away from that. That's true. That's <laughs> just true. Just results based. All of our friends and peers who are in the same industry as us yes. came here not just because our industry is out here, but yes. also because quality of life is easier. It's easier. It it's is easier. easier. That's Does the that thing. make it better? That's what's kind of, I don't know, that's up for debate. It is, in all senses of the word, easier. Right. Like, the weather here just makes, li- it just greases the wheels of life a little bit. Yep. I have to say that I'm, that, 
it yeah like it is easier but to me like the sunshine here like the aggressive unrelenting uh-huh. unrelenting unceasing uh-huh. sunshine uh-huh. to me and i know this is like a snarky bitchy thing to say but it, at a certain point it feels mocking if i'm not in a good mood and i feel sad which uh-huh. happens all the time uh-huh. <laughs> it feels like the sunshine is is ironic and mo- mocks me here's my argument yes here's my argument to that yes uh, friends in New York, I speak to them in December, mm. and their spirits are broken. Oh, yeah. They're like, dude, it yeah. snowed 25 inches last night and then froze. I know. Driving is really dangerous. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to leave the house right yeah. now. Yeah. This sucks. Yes. They're broken. I think that we are thinking about New York with rose-colored glasses because we don't have to experience the torrential rainstorms that flare up out of nowhere. That's true. And wreck the laptop in your backpack because yes. you had no preparation That's for That's definitely this. the case. Or tree branches falling <laughs> yes. because Hurricane X is yes. hitting us right now. Yes. It's like we forget all of how weather absolutely destroys commuting and lifestyle on the East Coast. Absolutely. I'm just going to put that out there. And let me put out how weather and climate ruins lifestyles here on the West Coast. We have to deal with constant wildfire. There's a fire season. Okay. A season. Got it. An entire season of the year that's like, well, fires will happen. Real. Like, Finger, cross your fingers. Real, <laughs> like, real. Mudslides, earthquakes, fires. Right. So like New York doesn't own natural. <laughs> like, let me ask you this one thing. Yeah. Earthquakes, are they weather? Is earthquake? Nah, I don't think that's weather. <laughs> I'm sure like the Weather Channel has shows dedicated to earthquakes, but is that weather? That's a really good question, Billy. To yeah, I think that I don't know. Does if weather it is have weather. to come from the sky? <laughs> Does weather yeah. have to come from the sky? Yeah, I think weather, weather and climate to me are like not exactly the same thing. Okay. And I don't know if earthquake really falls into either bucket. To be Got honest, to do earthquakes might just be like separate land-based natural disaster. If you at home pay for the World Wide Web, yep. <laughs> Access to the World Wide Web. Yeah, if you access the web. Please Google our earthquakes weather and get back to us. No joke pod at gmail.com at no joke pod on Twitter. Our earthquakes weather. Let's try and sneak in one more. Okay, great. Uh, we have about two minutes. Okay, Bill. Three minutes. Okay. You want me to hit you? Yeah. Transit. Transit. Okay. Both uh, come with traffic. Yeah. I feel like both of those are kind of iconic complaints. Yes, exactly. But for me, there there are two very different forms of traffic. Oh, absolutely. Okay. One, I mean, the New York City, the subway is both, as my wife Maggie so elegantly says, it's the best part about New York City and the worst part about New York City. It's right. like r- the experience of riding the subway. Sure. Because it is like unbelievable public transit. Like, it, it works. It right. works. It's been struggling recently, and it's kind of gotten dragged through the mud recently. And but I, I was just really there like system. a month ago, and there was not a hiccup to it's be good. seen. It Not works. A, I, I, I get that it sucks and it's broken. Yeah. Yada, yada, New Yorker complaint. Yes. But like it was aces when I was there. Yes. I'm just going to put that out there. You're squished up against everybody. Right. You are armpit to nose to strangers that you will never see before or since. Right. And that's just like a reality. Right. I kind of weirdly like that. Same. I like that. Yeah. Same. Uh, and I mean, think about it, though. It's 10 million people on a two-mile island. Yeah. It's like you have to – you're going to have to make some sacrifices Everyone to get make around. room. Right. You got to squish. We're squishing here. Right. Yeah. But you don't have to take the trains. You can also take cabs and Ubers and all that. That's right. And that's an intense experience. Yes. And I would compare the LA traffic yes. on the 5 and yes. the 110 and yes. the 105 and all the freeways that just get yes. so crammed yes. versus the just traffic above ground New York City. Yes. Like, I don't know how people can complain about the LA traffic. In New York, people will hit you. Hit you. They will give you the finger. Hit you. They will cut you off, curse you out, even though they are completely in the wrong. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. They do not care. Dr- they do not care about you or who's in your car, period. Driving. Dri- that is so – totally agree. Yep. Driving in L.A. gets a bad rap. Yes, there's traffic. Yes, the freeways. Oy, 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 the Too many oy. nice people. Yeah. Too many nice people on the road. Yeah. If you're going to say California, you can't say too many people on the road. It's too many nice, nice people. people. Everyone is nice. They're letting you in. New York City drivers anywhere. do feel lawless, aggressive. Oh, yeah. It feels a little oh, like yeah. everyone's out for themselves. Right. A little bit like left to your own devices. Right. Yes. But – to their, I mean, in their defense, yeah. the, tra- the trains are amazing. The trains are amazing. Give you that. Yes. Give you that. Yes. The last time my family and I drove down to New York City, I was telling you this, it was like one of the most stressful experiences of my, fam- my family's collective life together. Okay. Was driving, just navigating. It took us like two hours to get down from Albany to the city and then two, another two hours mm-hmm. to get from like our, the, where we left the Midtown Tunnel to our hotel also in Midtown. That is a pressure cooker oh. where you take off the lid and you put all of your family members in it and then you put the lid right back. I literally had to evacuate the car myself. I was like, I'm getting claustrophobic. I'm feeling insane. I need to leave. And I literally walked alongside my parents' car. That's how pressure cookers work. (laughs) At some point, there's too much pressure and steam just pushes its way through the little hole. Gotta go. (laughs) So we got to vote, Adam. We got to vote on weather and we have to vote on transit. Yep. Okay. So we put out our arguments for both. Okay. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first for weather? I'll go first for weather. Okay. I know all of the factors. I'm aware of everything that we said, and I'm going to still say I prefer New York weather. It's like I, you don't respect outdoor basketball. I prefer. New, I do respect it. I respect it, but I like the variance, much like the meat, like, much like the meat diversity. Yep. I like the climate diversity. That's well, all I'll say. Your boy Bill's not going to be agreeing oh, with you on God, this one. Billy. He, he likes playing outdoor basketball four times a week, going <laughs> on hikes and all that. Just like having a picnic and knowing it's not going to get rained out. It's mid-November. I'm in my mid-30s. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> I would vote L.A. We haven't agreed on one. Damn, bam, Bill. Moving on to transit. Okay. All right, Adam, we have to vote. Factoring in everything. Factoring in it all. Okay. I'm also shocking myself by saying this, Mm -hmm. and I never thought I would say this. Yes. But I'm actually going to say I give Los Angeles the nod here. Wow. If anything. You think Los Angeles, you prefer Los Angeles traffic. Well, I'm real. This this experience of driving down to the city with my family is really fresh in my mind. Mm -hmm. And just factoring in the, I mean, like, okay. I mean, to me, it's hard to to sort of bisect. If we're doing car v. car, LA wins for me. Because like you said, driving in your city. Full traffic. Let's just zoom out. I, I respect I, I transit know. like traffic LA wins I know that's transit crazy. but tr- overall transit yeah. I mean like yeah then I do have to give it to New York because like LA just simply does not have public transit period all right well the word on the list was traffic so we have to interpret that as is traffic traffic to me means motor vehicles and to me Los Angeles right got it that's all I think for the first time we agree hey I think <laughs> for the first time we agree all right if you're going to be stuck in traffic yes then the answer is be stuck in L.A. I agree. Great. I agree with that. All right. Well, uh, now we'll play a song. Okay, great. We've answered some big questions. Yeah, we're really tackling the big topics. New York, uh, L.A., mm-hmm. Biggie and Tupac. Yes. Did They appeared on that one freestyle. Have you ever heard that one freestyle? No, I don't know if I have. I got seven Mac 11s, about eight 38s, nine 9s, nine, ten no, Mac Bill. 10s, the shit never ends. Ooh. Really? No. You can't touch my bitches, even if you had MC Hammer and them 357 bitches. Ooh. You don't know this? I don't know. I'm like, not off the top of my Biggie head, but Smalls, I love here. The you. mansion, the millionaire, the yacht, the two uh. weed spots, the two hot glocks. Oh. That's how I got the weed spot. I shot dread in the head, put the bread in the lamp. Yes, bread. sir. Little shoddy got the jotty to your body, but don't dismiss, or you might miss Christmas. Billy! I tote guns, I make number uh. runs, uh. I give MCs uh. the run uh. stripping. When uh. I throw my clip in the AK, I sway from for, uh, from far away everybody everybody hit the d-e-c-k stop my slow flows remarkable oh peace to mateo now we smoke weed like tony Matano. sniff the yayo oh, that's yep. crazy blunts 
cut L's. My voice excels from the avenue to jail cells. Oh my God, I'm dropping shit like a pigeon. I hope you're listening. Smacking babies at the christening. Oh, stopping babies at the christening. Yes. Should we listen to that yes, verse? Yes, absolutely. Okay, great. That was either <laughs> that was either Tupac's verse or Biggie's verse, but they both rhyme on this. Yeah. I'll find it. We'll play it in the act. Slapping right. babies at their christening. What you gonna do it like this? We're Brooklyn at. We're Brooklyn at. We're Brooklyn at. We're Brooklyn at. We gonna do it like this. Every time you ready, check it. I got seven back elevens, about eight, thirty-eight, nine, nine, ten, Mac ten. The shit's never in. You can't touch my riches, even if you had MC Hammer and the three fifty-seven bitches. Biggie Small, the millionaire, the mansion, the yacht, the two weed spots, the two hot blocks. That's how I got the weed spot. I shot dread in the head, took the bread and the lamb spread. Little daddy got the shotty to your body, so don't resist or you might miss Christmas. I tote guns, I make number runs, I give MCs the runs dripping. When I throw my clip in the AK, I slay from far away. Everybody hit the D-E-C-K. My slow flow's remarkable. Peace to Mateo. Now we smoke weed like Tony Montana sniffed the yayo. That's crazy blunts, bad hells, my voice excels from the avenue to jail cells. Oh my God, I'm chopping shit like a pigeon. I hope you're listening, smacking babies at the christening. back to no joke that was biggie and tupac live from the tunnel Billy, yeah. enlighten me okay great so if you want to find that i mean a move to new york city and listen to hot and yeah. play it 10 times a day yeah. it is our it is new york city's national anthem sick biggie just bodies yeah. that freestyle yeah. live at the tunnel was an album that eventually came out by big cap great. and uh funk master flex okay big cap and funk master flex were the djs who would hold down the tunnel. Got it. What's the tunnel? Yes, what is the, the tunnel? The tunnel was the de facto hip-hop club in New York City, mid-90s. Great. You couldn't get into the tunnel. Great. You couldn't. Yeah. Like, me and my friends, when we weren't at a sleepover talking about who we'd fight for. Dreaming about the rap wars. We would talk about, like, yo, when we're old enough to go to the tunnel, <laughs> we're going to wear Tim's and, like, go up and Funkmaster Flex. It was, like, the spot. Yeah. It's like, if you grew up listening to Hot 97, yeah. Funkmaster Flex was, for a long time, like, your guy. Yeah. And he would tell you what's happening. And he'd tell, play you what the hottest songs are. Yes. And then he'd be like, you got to come down to the tunnel yeah. tonight. <laughs> Tonight, yeah. the tunnel is on. <laughs> I think enough shootings and bad things happen where the tunnel yes. had to get shut. The yeah, hell the tunnel down. is off. But the tunnel was, as far as I knew, like Mecca. that's where. Yeah, that was where dreams. Mecca. That was more important to me than Madison Square Garden. Oh, that's so funny, Bill. Gotta get to the tunnel. Incredible. But yeah, that moment was captured. Wow. There's also uh, we won't listen. We didn't hear it on uh, in the act break. Yes. We just did uh, Biggie and Tupac. Yes. But there was also the guy Be Real. Yeah. Remember Be Real? Of course. From House of House Pain, of Pain, I think. Jump or who around. Was, who was the Cypress Hill lead singer? Oh, oh, oh. Can you give maybe me him? he's Be Real. 
Yeah. 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 Well, whatever. I think it was the guy from Cypress Hill. Yeah. But regardless, yeah. there was like five people who rapped on it. And it was this like insane What cipher. a moment. Yeah. What a moment. Right. Yeah. And then it all That's went That's cool down. as hell, Bill. Yeah, man. Have, did you ever make it to the tunnel? Obviously not. No way, of course Jose. Not. It was shut down before we were of age. I was 12. 12. 12. <laughs> <laughs> like, keep dreaming. But That's... the tunnel was the place. Billy, when you rapped that verse, it was as though you just like, you just pulled it up from the depths of your soul. It's important. You, you like That's kind of like, trance. if you are coming into Ellis Island, they ask you certain things. They're like, all right, you want to live in New York. Okay, great. What is your first name? What is your last name? Do you have work waiting for you? Wrap the verse from Biggie yeah. in the tunnel. You kind of have to do that. Yeah. That's kind of one of the things right of to passage. get your <laughs> So funny, Billy. Uh, once again, as a reminder, this is the No Joke Podcast. This is the third act. Yes. And this show, we are trying to compare New York versus LA. That old familiar question. That's right. Yes. Uh, we've covered a couple of topics, yes. Adam. Uh, shall we move on? We shall. Okay. We've agreed on almost nothing except for traffic. So let's go to fashion. Okay. Fashion. Yeah. Stereotypical fashions associated with New York and LA. Yeah. How we dress, how you dress. Yes. In the two cities. Yes. Well, again, much like the taco meat and the weather, like the weather diversity dictates obviously a much greater fashion diversity in New York. I mean, you have layers yep. just as a matter of fact. Sure. It's like, I feel like the dark black pea coat was a like the dark blue classy just like very understated peacoat was such a new york city winter staple for me i was like wow that is like what like nice adults wear the coat just that nice pea coat. Okay. Just like a nice coat. Okay. All that is obviously lost out here. I've never worn a coat once here. Sure. I don't know if you ever have. Uh, I'm sure I have, but yeah. not at the same degree. Right. Right. So to me, there was something about like that classy, like dark pea coat that I associate with like New York City fashion. Yep. It's like dark and gray yep. and muted and sort of understated and kind of serious like the city. Exactly. Kind right. of serious like the city. Right. Yeah. Whereas in California, I'll say Southern California, yes. it's light. It's cash, baby. It's flowing. It's casual. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. real light. There <laughs> yeah. is like business casual. Like there's no – I haven't seen a suit in my six years of living here. That's exactly right. Unless you go to your agent's office where they're still for some reason asked to wear suits. Yeah, really. You're not seeing suits. That's right. To the same degree. Almost never. Yeah. Almost never. Right. Uh, a bit, If you you go on like a general meeting, even like the showbiz world, right. like shorts and flip-flops and a t-shirt, honestly, no. is – that might be one click too far. Maybe one click. Can't go flip flop. Maybe one you click. You cannot show your toenails in the general. Yeah, I guess you can't show nails. Right. I guess you can't finger. show nails. Can't show finger. You can't show. You, you can't fi- show fingernails. Yes, yes, yes finger, fingernails. You cannot show your no toenails. toenails. In your I guess first... that's fair. I guess right. that's fair. But the spirit of what you were saying is definitely yeah, true. Flowy t-shirt, jeans. Relaxed. We're just cool people out we're here relaxed. doing what we do. And again, the weather dictates a lot of that. It's like you cannot, like you just can't wear collars and layers here. Like it just will be uncomfortable. Sure. So bad. Sure. Um, I mean, I dress like a slobby idiot both places, mm-hmm. so like I am not exactly a beacon of good fashion. Okay. Do you have you found that your actual like clo- like clothing habits have changed since you moved here? Uh, not necessarily. I only feel like you wear only a lot with the, same the stuff. weather, but yeah. I do have a preference in like the stereotypical what they wear versus what they wear. Yes. I do have a choice as to like how New Yorkers dress versus how uh, people in L- in LA like to dress. Yes. Do you have a preference? Just a general. I mean, yeah, I guess I have a general, I mean, a general. Like I mean, if you were walking uh, through L.A. Yes. or whatever in a beautiful park called yeah. Silver Lake Park, Echo yes. Park, whatever, yes. a hike, yeah. and you see how people are dressing versus if you were walking, I don't know, West Village yes. in New York City and you see how people are dressing there. Does one imbue you with more like the fashion here rules or just like I love the way people present themselves here? 
I have, I have one. Okay, I would like to hear your. I would like to hear New your York choice. City. New York City. New York City. Why exactly? <clears throat> I think that there is. It's a purely based on how I feel when I'm yeah. there. Yeah. I am literally inspired by all of the yeah. beautiful choices that New York City people make. Yeah. It is such a dense city that it yeah. requires such beautiful, nuanced choices yeah. and sometimes huge, outlandish choices. Yeah. To stand out, to be seen. Yeah. At all, and yet I find myself noticing every single person in the yeah. city. Yeah. And not only noticing them, but feeling like. Great choices. Yeah. You look beautiful. I, yeah. For some reason, I project beauty onto most people in New York City. Yeah, New York City is a very, very beautiful, aesthetically pleasing. Like, it just has its aesthetic shit together in that yeah. way. It's just like, Hana has its shit together. Yeah. When Maggie and I went to Tokyo, we had a similar experience where it was like, it seemed like everyone coordinated today mm-hmm. and every day. Like, did the you city all looks agree? Good again. Yeah. We all have agreed to like, like Truman Show style. Like, right. oh, like you all got dressed together and talked and you look amazing, city. Except that I would say that New York, yeah, exactly. But yeah. there's still fashion all over. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's me. I love I love the lightness of yeah. California. I love the fact that you can go on hikes and wear almost nothing yes. and it's not like a big deal. Yes. But there is something just particularly special to me about seeing like real New Yorkers how they fashion themselves. I'm going to go ahead and agree with you there because to me, it also has a lot to do with how the fashion intersects with the architecture of the city. Mm. Like to me, it's like there's something mm. handsome about like a well-dressed businessman with like his peacoat and his suit like against the granite midtown. But like it works in concert with each other. Mm-hmm. Whereas LA, much to sort of like the California free spirit, like come here and do whatever you want. Each person is kind of its own fashion island and it kind of doesn't have much to do with the city itself, it doesn't okay. really intersect with the city in sort of an aesthetic way. I wouldn't I necessarily like... agree that it doesn't okay. intersect with the city, but yeah. I would say that New York does a much better job of complementing the city. Integrated. Like yes. fashion and the architect, the literal cement of the city feels mesh I in think a nice that's, way. I think I wholeheartedly agree. So yeah. I know who I choose for yeah. that category. Yeah, I'm with you. New York? New York, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree. New York wins the fashion wars. Okay, great. One comp- uh, category we don't have yes. on our list, yes. and we won't even need to explore it, yes. but we just touched on it, yes. is architecture. Well, there's no winning. Well, please. I mean, there's no, there's no winning for Los Angeles. Embarrassing, obviously. But I am curious, are there any places in, because New York wins, yes. but uh, it's the greatest architectural achievement yes. by man. Yes. Are there anything in Los Angeles that you're like, this is an architectural, like, Stan, I am bl- I'm blown away. Yeah, well, the thing the thing to me what's funny about Los Angeles architecture is that, like, the repurposing of buildings or, like, the funny, like, sort of use mashups. Like, yesterday, Maggie and I were driving around Burbank, and there's a post office, just like a post office in a Burbank, and the building is a castle, a straight-up castle. Okay. Like, it's a it's a castle with two spires. Sure. And it's like weird and pink. Sure. And it's just the neighborhood post office. Right. So like – What was the castle doing there in the first exactly. place? Exactly. That stands out more to me than the repurposing of it. Yeah, like – L.A. does not have castles. What was L.A. born? Like the 40s? The 40s. Like did a did a weird post-medieval print live here? Right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. Well, it's funny about L.A. is that people are able to express their indivi- – I feel like individual houses are the architectural wonders. Okay. Whereas in New York, it's like Real. amazing office buildings. That's like, true. And really impressive public use buildings are the architectural marvels of New York, where in L.A., it's like, oh, this person's individual house there is you go. crazy. That's where <laughs> L.A. wins the fashion wars. Yeah. Their clothes don't complement the landscape yeah. in the same way New Yorkers do, but their homes That's and right. the architecture of their houses complement the landscape. Dead on. Dead yeah. on agree. Got it. Dead on agree with so that. So we don't have to vote on architecture, yeah. but that's just a little... I just think it's a nugget. A little that's bite. a little nugget. A little bite. A little bite. We got room, Adam, <laughs> for one more. Okay, great. And we have one more on the list. Okay, Actually, perfect. we have two more on the okay. list. Do we try and hit two? Let's get them both. Holy We can cow. do it, Bill. Let's go. We talk at New Yorker speed. First one, perfect. Yeah. Accents. Accents. Okay, well, this to me, again, this is pure bias. 
pure no-brainer for me. I'm going to ask you to pick one to say, to do something right now, New York or Southern California, which accent do you want to perform? New York. Okay, great. Uh, just speak to me, talk to me a little bit in a New York accent. I feel li- like my, my ideal accent is like the Alan Alda. I like to know that it's a little bit gentle. I like the gentle New York accent. Oh. When I listen to David Remnick on the New Yorker podcast, it's gentle. The R's are gently dropped. I'm not talking about a Fran Drescher this and that. This is amazing. I just mean like a, a gentle, distinguished, I grew up in the Upper West Side, I, Alan Alda. I never considered <laughs> our upbringing and how that affects how we think all New Yorkers <laughs> behave. I've never considered, like, the Jewish accent to be the New Yorker accent. If you asked me to pick one and I said New York, I'd be like, hey, guy, get the fuck yeah, off the road. Exactly. Who the fuck? Who do you think you are, guy? Yeah. Go. Go, yeah, guy. Yeah. But you have a totally different uh, my, Upper West Side. Mine's Upper West Side. It's Alan Alda. Okay, to great. To me, it's all about Alda. Okay, all so, about Alda. <laughs> it's all about Alda to me. Let's take me to the Southern California. You know, like, I know Fred Armisen has, like, made a career off this. But, yeah, like, bro. to me, it is, like, right. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, cow a freaking bunga and like that's cool too like I like that but like to me there is a there's a gentleness too a gentleness to the California accent. To the California, oh, yeah, to yeah. the California thing. They don't yell. No. They don't yell at you. No one, not, yells no, here. one no one really interrupts. No, <laughs> no one speaks on top of one another. Nope. It's not necessarily an accent, but it is a speaking habit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, right. The phrase "right on." Yeah. Just right. like the phrase. Yeah. I've adopted some California phrases. Oh, of course. Definitely. Oh yeah. I want to say hello more than I can. I can't. <laughs> you can't. I but tried you... it a couple of times, and like my tongue like <laughs> goes sour. Yeah. It said heba. Like, I don't know how to it's do like, it. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but we have we have to make a choice because we only have two more minutes, Adam. New York for me. New York for me. I mean, dog. That's, that's, Come on, forget it. Forget Bronx. Stand up. Forget Brooklyn. It. Stand up. Forget Bro- it. Okay. <laughs> Last one, Adam. Yes. We touched on a few of them earlier. Yes. Icons. New York icons versus Los Angeles icons. Mm-hmm. I know more about New York icons. So, are there any LA icons that stand out to you? I I think about Charles Bukowski, who's like the L.A. I feel like the, the like the poet laureate. I'm thinking of like literary figures. Okay, like New York. I associate a lot with Allen Ginsberg. Okay, and like the beat culture of the 50s. I was always very fascinated by that in mm-hmm. high school. I read a lot of that stuff, and I like that. The liter like literary icons out here in Los Angeles. To me, like Bukowski is like somehow become the patron saint. He's on all the murals in Los Feliz. And like celebrity icons, though. I mean, any maybe modern celebrity icons. Are there any that you're like, oh, this is uh, Los Angeles' city? Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, this is X person's city. Yeah, like again, like I do come back to Kendrick Lamar a little bit. I know he's in the hip hop sure. universe, but to me, he it does sort of like speak for our city, right? In a, in a way, like I I, I look to Kendrick yep. a little bit yep. as like what he's like. He is Los Angeles. Yeah. He like came. He like grew up in South Central. He like experienced some like real totally. LA hardship and now he's sort of transcended that but also seems like he has a real 360 degree view of the city okay in a way that i really admire yep yep um i don't know who 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 i don't know to you it's like a i think what i'm th- in thinking about this thing yeah. my takeaway is that in for me new yorkers wear new yorker as a point of pride yeah and it's almost like you are can like be like retired or you can kind of be raised up into the new yorker hall of fame yeah where we now start associating new york city with you yes and you with new york city yes i find that i don't have that same and i can list a bunch of people who yes. are like are always gracing new york's yes. new york magazines like 50 best new yorkers yes. and just like there's things about the city that people want to just like take yes. ownership of that person yes in los angeles it feels like the stars, the actors, the musicians, no one really like there's just not sort of a an LA thing yeah. that they all like take ownership over. Yes. It's just a different city and I feel like it's harder. I just can't speak to LA icons. Yeah, it is hard. It is hard. And the iconography like in our culture 
uh, Dr. Dre. I mean, yeah, it's the same family as Kendrick yeah, Lamar. Exactly. But these are people who were like born and raised here. Yeah. And I, so I get that. But like, is Reese Witherspoon an LA icon? I don't think so. I would even more say like almost like I know this is like very niche and weird, but like I think it speaks to LA like almost like the Coppolas, like Sophia. Like there's something very LA to me about like generational showbiz families. Okay. And like Sophia Coppola to me, I know that's wildly sure. probably inaccurate. Maybe she wasn't even raised here, but there's something very sort of Los Angeles to me about her and like that. Sure. And like Jason Schwartzman, right? And like, like Los Angelinos. All right, this will be my last uh, <laughs> fight for New York. Yes, Francis Ford Coppola went to Hofstra. He went to Hofstra. So, so like those are New Yorkers. That's New York. basically exactly. If you're Italian American, you're about. you're in New York. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but that's New York for pretty LA. good. I think that we. I don't know. Did we settle? Did we? Did settle? we have a win? Do we have a winner? Even <laughs> did we have a winner? I don't know. Might have to have a part two. Maybe episode. have to part two or something. Right. Continue the conversation. Um, I don't know if I learned anything, but it's very fun to talk about the things that where we've lived. Absolutely. Yeah. Would love to have Alda on the show if you would ever be a guest. All right. I'd love to have Alda, Alda here. We could have maybe an Alda off. Or it's just some fucking guy from a union. <laughs> yes. Union eight two one out in Canarsie. <laughs> exactly. We'll take either of them. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, we'll work on Alda and the guy in Canarsie. Yes. Uh, until then, this is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiero. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>